Welcome to the PMS part of my sarcasm podcast, where my comments are often sarcastic and my opinion always matters. I have a few guests with me today on the show. I have my mother. Hello. How are you, mom? Hi, Stefan. I'm pretty good. Thank you. Oh, that's awesome. Very nice. And I have my sister with me. Beverly, how you doing? Oh, you want to scoot closer to the mic for me, please? Don't be afraid. It won't bite. There you go. It won't bite you back. I'm wonderful, dear brother. Ooh. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> what? So, yes. Um, this is this has been a long time coming because it's been a while since we did a podcast together, Mom. It's been like, what was the last one we did? Like, Modi. Yeah, on Modi. That was that was a long time ago. Like, last year. Yeah. A long time ago. It was a while. Um. So yeah, um, I actually did a podcast yesterday with my cousin, but I decided to do another one today because it works out for everybody's schedule. Woo! Yay! All right, that's enough of that. Um, so let's 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 get into this podcast because I believe it's a good one because I don't feel too many people talk about it. Um, so first question: Were you raised in the church? Anybody can go ahead anytime. It doesn't matter. I was. And from the age of about 10 or 11, I was. 10 or 11? So before that, you weren't in the church? Um, I was in Sunday school and vacation <laughs> Bible school, but I wasn't in church like that, buddy. That's a great answer. I love it. There you go. Um, All my adolescent life... I would say that I was in the church house. In the church house. For what good that did. Oof. So we're starting already, all right? Let's see what we're doing here. Out comes the shade. Oh, already the shot's fired. Okay, Um. so which denomination or affiliation were you when you were coming up in the church? I grew up Church of God in Christ. Hey, and when I was growing up, we were in the chaplain system of the army. We went to chapel services, and then when my mother and father gave, uh, I guess was reclaimed. I didn't even know that they were backsliders, but they were (laughs) reclaimed, and we're throwing a whole bunch of shade. We we then became Church of God in Christ when we got stateside. Was that under the tutelage of the great Superintendent Wilton McGee? That may I, may he rest his soul. That the great one, yes, 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 yes. yes very wonderful man. And all his great sayings. If you can't say Amen, say Ouch. Well, Amen. <laughs> well, Amen. <laughs> that was another saying. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, man, I miss that man. Yeah. Yeah, he was a great man. Yes, yes, he was, and his yeah. his uh, lineage lives in many people. Yes, that's awesome. Um, were you then, now, or know anyone who was a PK or pastor's kid, or the unbelievers or unbeknownst? I've always been a pastor's kid. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. You and me. You and me. Stephen both. too. Yeah. Always. Not me. I was a a DK. A, deacon, a deacon's kid. I think you just made that up on the I, fly. Because I, I, did. I didn't know that that was a thing. And it sounded kind of weird. It, it yeah. sounded made up. It sounded made up. A DK. Oh, I, I just want to be a part of something. So let me make up my own abbreviation. DK. I am a DK. It's not explicit. Deacon's kid. Ooh. Are, Are you the affiliation? Oh, oh, yeah. I'm a DK. Where's the DKs at here? All the deacons kids say, hey, man, hey, man. Okay. There you go. Right. Did you did you come out with a pair of white gloves and white blouse and black pants? No, actually, I did not. I still have my work clothes on. Uh, and Beverly has pants on. Ma'am, ma'am. Whoa. <laughs> so many shots fired today. <laughs> and earrings. Like, and do you have makeup on, too? I do not. Like, the only person on camera right now is me. Yeah. Wow. We're giving a whole description of everybody's outfits. I know. I think she's trying to make a point because we grew up kind of not being able to wear pants. Yes. Ah. I've been able to wear pants. We only wore dresses up until third grade, I remember. Were you you wearing like stockings in in church as a youngin' mother? 
Yes. Uh, I would have paid money to see were, that. They were white <laughs> and they were coffee. I would definitely pay horrible. money to see that. Oh they, my gosh. They were nude. Yes, nude. It was my mom sh- with long curly hair with stockings on. Yes, and <laughs> down to your wrist sleeves and dresses oh, below man. the knees. Dresses below the the soles of your feet. And no earrings, <laughs> no nothing. Very plain. It's, yeah. a, it's a miracle that Looking I... Looking like Cora. <laughs> Cora. Homely, yeah, they were homely. Yeah, oh, oh, homely yeah. back in the, the homely day. church mothers. Like the Amish. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That's so hilarious. <clears throat> uh, so, okay, next question I would say is, um, what are some common stigmas and stereotypes that you hear about PKs? They're bad as hell. Oh, watch oh, your language, I, lady. Goodness. <laughs> Like, was that you, Beverly? I think, oh. I'm, <laughs> I think I'm rubbing off on her a little bit. It was not. <laughs> She's sanctified over there. I am. I am. They, they are like the worst of the bunch. They are, when you, when they get out of their parents' home, they do everything. They get butt wow or buck wow. They, but wild. They do everything like uh, girls gone wild summer. Yeah. Whoa. The the boys are big hoe bags and yeah, the, I heard that. I yeah. heard that about the girls like past past teachers' daughters and stuff are like the freaky ones. Yeah. All that. I mean, I'm speaking from things that I've heard. <laughs> we like it. Um, I know, like me personally, I would say that I'm not that bad. Whatever. What? <laughs> It'd I'm his mother. It be your own family. I'm his mother. Okay, so I know. I'm I'm not that bad. To I don't know honest. if I can agree with that. Because there's there's a bunch of PKs out there that are like behind bars that we yeah, only that by the grace of God, Stefan. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'm not that bad. So like, <laughs> yeah. You know, I think I have the worst of the worst though, because like, not only am I a PK, but I'm also a military brat. So it's like. Yeah, and I was the naive mother that says, my children don't drink alcohol at all. Meanwhile, <laughs> back at the bar, Stephen was... So we're just throwing all my business out there. Shots right. left and right, okay. Yeah. You and my business? Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Tonight, right? Loosely lip sync strips, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is good stuff. Wow, that's messed up. Okay, I don't, I don't like. I don't. I honestly don't think that PKs are that bad. Like they get a they get a bad rap, but like yeah, it's a stigma and a stereotype. But they're not always true. Well, I feel like because they are always in the spotlight because their parents are up front, mm-hmm. and they're expected to be an example whether or not they are saved. So that gives you know a strong light on them for. Even if they do small little things that other children do, it's it's magnified. magnified. Like it's like the Obamas, Sasha and Malia, uh, getting high and drunk out in the street. Mm -hmm. The world knows about it. That's the way PK kids are. I think I think it's more so the fact that like growing up in the church, that's all you know. You you have friends in the church and only friends in the church, and not necessarily any friends from school, but like. All your friends are basically in the church because you spend five of the seven days out of the week in the church. Well, that was just three, yeah. Just three? Yeah. Tuesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. All day Sundays. Sunday school, morning worship, YPWW, and evening worship. But that was like 18 hours of the 24 hours of the day. That only still counts for one. I mean, yeah, I guess. But like, there was also choir rehearsals and church outings and going to other churches and yeah yeah so I, I i feel like once the 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 pks got out of the shadow of their like were able to like have some type of freedom then it was like oh well this is what it's like to have friends so let me let me experience this a little bit more on my own you know well i, I think it's not just pk kids i just think it's children that were brought up in the church so i i think it goes far beyond just pk kids yeah Yeah. i just think that pks get the the worst of it because it's like yeah just oh you're the pastor's son oh okay yeah 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 yeah. he's he's wild and crazy 
I'm like, me, I was never really that loud. That's crazy. What? I mean, I could have been. I, I definitely could have been. Well, I think you had your share of yeah, wild and crazy. Had your moments. I, think. I mean, I had my whole phases here and there, but like. I mean, we don't even necessarily talk about doing the hoes, but. I know, I mean, right? I just had, but wow. I had my moments. <laughs> just just <laughs> wild. Yeah, just. I mean, I think you have amnesia or something. What? Me? Amnesia? Yeah, because you were pretty, you know. Well, your turn, Beverly. Compared to some other PKs that we I mean, we, we all know, we like we can't speak for others, we right? We can't, but like, I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm and not. we grew up with you were always into something. Yeah, me, even as a young boy, yes, you were always into something or doing Start, something, starting something, yeah, doing something, starting something, and as you got older, I think it just got worse. <laughs> Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Thank you. Thank wow. You really this is how you guys really think about me. I think wow. It gradually wow. got worse. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think you. I think joining the military, wow. we thought like maybe like help you, it, but wow. I think that made it worse. Yes. Also. Yes. But y'all really think I'm like this terrible kid? Like, no, we didn't, didn't say, say you were terrible. terrible. No. I'm like, I'm like no, really. We just think that your version of is you. Correct. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. What? Yeah. I am beside myself with shame. I'm bamboozled. I'm hoodwinked. I've been led astray. Oh. Like, jeez Louise, so you guys are really he like. I grew up with you, so I, I grew up with you, and your mom had you, so. Well, and I grew up with him, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay, whatever. <laughs> That's weird. I'm just speaking from personal experience. Um, I guess we kind of talked about the next question I was going to ask, because. The next question I would have asked was, would you say that those stereotypes apply to all PKs? No. No. Yeah, I would I would agree that they don't apply to all PKs. But for the most part, you know. I think children in church in general, there is a struggle when they as they grow mm-hmm. because they're exposed to more things. When they're younger, they're they're sheltered. Mm-hmm. Uh they're forced to go to church, of course. Yes. And that seems like a bad thing for them at the right. time, but all at the same time, it shelters them from some things in the world that we don't want to have them exposed to. So I think inadvertently, they, it allows them to rush out into something that they know nothing about. Ooh, that was so right. <laughs> According to the conversation I had with my sister earlier today before coming on the air, I'm still being forced to go to church as an adult. <laughs> that was a good one. Touche. Yes, yes. I am being forced to go to church because it's good for those you. were the conditions of her being on my show today. It's good for you. It That's wasn't what being forced. Yeah, it, it was, was forced. an invitation. It was forced. It was, it was forced. an invitation. Those yeah. were your terms. That's what you said. I said, I'm inviting you to service That's not what in you said. Sunday school on That's Sunday. That's not what you said. <laughs> the because you I'm tell. doing That's your, not what you your said. podcast. <laughs> That's not what you said. All right. That's not what you said. But okay, we're going to move along. We'll see you in church We're not going to belabor that. We'll we're see not, you in Sunday school We're not going to belabor that. Okay. There you go. Um, okay, so I want to talk about a topic that isn't talked about nearly as much because it's uber controversial and a touchy subject in most communities. What are your beliefs on religion? Well, that's a wide question. That's, you know, what do you yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's meant to be a wide question. It's broad. So, like, to be broad and not necessarily, like, point you in one direction or the other. It's supposed to be open so you can... What are my beliefs in, con- as far so as religion? Con- converse about it. Yes. I believe Jesus came to the earth. Mm-hmm. I believe he lived here 33 years. I believe mm-hmm. that he was crucified mm-hmm. and he was buried. Three days he was resurrected by the power of God, and now he sits on the right hand of the Father. Just to play, like, for lack of a better term or phrase, um, I want to play devil's advocate. Yes, sir. And um, so, like, a lot of people in the church who read the Bible or who have read the Bible will look at the crucifixion and be like, wait, if he died on a Friday and rose three days later, how did he rise on Sunday? Well, it's it's simply you know the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It, it's a Sabbath day into Sabbath evening. It, it's, it's some time zones that they used to keep back in the Bible days. So I don't know how it works. All I know that what works is the resurrection power in my life. Okay, that so makes sense. 
you know, maybe we have the time wrong or right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But all I know that I accepted Jesus right. and he made a change. He resurrected in me. Okay. Beverly? Um, I'm like her. I like the question kind of broad. Mm-hmm. And it is. I only, like, I only can go from, like, my experience to just know that he's real to me. That's, that's, right. that's basically, I don't even know, like, what kind of religion, you know, what kind of thoughts I have on whatever your question was, I can't remember. <laughs> religion. What yes. are your beliefs on religion? <laughs> yeah, I, know. It the religion. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> it wasn't really a long <laughs> sentence or a question. It was just like, I was what are your to, beliefs I on religion? I was trying to play it back in my head, but I'll just, I'm not going to be faking it to you like I'm saying it. Right. <laughs> I got, I'm easily distracted. She's trying to play with her fingernails. Fixing the mic and trying to fix so many things that I can mess with. So I'm trying to stay focused. But, um, I just know that he's real to me. I don't just go to the next question. <laughs> I agree with what. Okay, so I'll, I'll answer the question, seeing that we're all on the hot seat here. Um, I believe that there is religion. I believe that, you know, God had a son. He sent him down to earth. He lived here 33 years. He died on the cross. He rose. I believe that. And awesome. he ascended back to heaven. I believe that. And too. he died for our sins. So um, that is my belief on religion. Um, there, I also believe that other people believe that there are many religions, whether it be, you know, Baptist, atheist, uh, Baptist is a denomination, not a religion. I I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, I guess it's what, what's some other religions then? Catholicism, Catholicism, um, Judaism, Judaism. Buddhism? Is that how you say it? Buddhism. Buddhism. Good lord. I was going to say, is that how it's No. Buddhist. Who went to school and who didn't? Another religion would be like the Jedi, because like some people actually believe that Star Wars is a religion. Being a Jedi is a religion. Yeah. So um, I believe some people made Beyonce into a religion, which is kind of weird. Yeah. But, you know, that's a religion that they choose to believe in. So I'm not going to sit here and, you know, make fun of anybody's religion. I'm just saying that those are religions because people believe in them. Yeah, I, w- I would <clears throat> say that there there are many religions, mm-hmm. but thank God that the one that I believe in is life-changing. Right. I don't know about the others because I'm not a part you of them. You haven't practiced them. So I haven't practiced yeah, okay. them, and I, I just believe that if your focus is... God, mm-hmm. Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Hey, I'm I'm cool. Whatever you call it. Okay. Well, that's fine. That's fair. Um, why are kids who grew up in our generation in the church often finding themselves disassociating themselves from the church as adults? Um, uh, that's a good one. I think it's um only due to like your own personal life, like mm-hmm. the personal choices that you make as the individual, you know, because only when you become an adult, you're the only one that's responsible for yourself. For yourself, so, yeah. No, like you said, nobody can make you come to church because that's the case. You'd already be there, you know? Right. So mm-hmm. no one can make you do anything. And I think, like, nowadays, it's just, I think it's just an excuse because most of the time, people just don't want to be saved. That is my, that's my personal. Yeah. That's, that's my personal opinion. You don't, people don't want to be saved and they just think if you don't want to be saved, it's like kind of no reason to go to church. Right, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, what's the point of it? And, and along with that, there, as, as we get closer to Jesus return, the Bible says that there's going to be a great falling away. Right. And this generation and, you know, that, that would be the generation that you're in Stefan and you're in Beverly because you guys are in the same generation. Right. That there is a disconnect there with this generation that you know they they're challenging uh what we said was true about jesus they're they're challenging challenging the the scriptures they they're contradicted this is what people say uh they they don't want to be in the church 24 7 or at least three days seven three days 24 whatever but they they they're seeking to replace that void in their life with sex, mm. with materialism, with just riotous living, things that occupy them, but they do not satisfy them. Right. And 
I, I feel. Ooh, I know I got happy on that one myself. So maybe you should write that down. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> maybe she practices in her room before she came up here to the studio. <laughs> Ooh, let me look over these questions like real quick. Um, I, I, I feel that um, um, as this is my generation, I feel like a lot of people who are of my age disassociate themselves from the church is because they were forced to be in church as a child. And now that they have their own sense of independence, choose not to do something that they were once forced to do as a, as a child, but like choose to like find it on their own if that's what they choose to do. So like Beverly and for an, an example, like she's back in the church because she chose to, you know, me, myself personally, I'm not in the church, but I'm not, you know, like disgracing the church and saying that the church is this, that, and the other thing. But you know, that's just my own personal thing on it. Um, some with my thing, I don't know if mine was actually like a choice. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like God, you know, brings you back to where you need to be. So it's kind of like it wasn't kind of like my choice because I was in church. I mean, I came to church just because I moved here and I came. I was going to church because you know it's like it's Sunday. Yeah, let's go to yeah. church. And what was, are you doing Sundays? We're going to yeah, church. going to church, and yeah. it was just kind of like you know I went to church for a long time right. before, you know, God asked me kind of like, what are you doing? You know right. what I'm saying? Right. And it's like after you know having an encounter kind of like with him, it kind of like made me think about even not even like growing up in the church because I you know that stuff is old. You barely yeah. remember that, and yeah. it was kind of like now like. My life in the moment, things that I were doing, things that I didn't even think about God, like to even try to ask him to help me out of. And it was just kind of like, what are you doing? And it's kind of like, man, like, you know how you know God is real, but <laughs> you don't know that he real until you experience right. something. For yourself. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of like what my stuff was. I experienced something that made me realize that he is real in my life mm. and that I should probably... Take him seriously. Take him more seriously than more seriously than yeah. yours already. Like, and knowledge him in my life, right. and not just know that God is God and He gonna forgive me for my sins. Right? You know? Do you do you feel that the establishment or meaning of church is the reason why the younger generation are no longer there, or do you believe that there is something else for the cause for the younger generation not fully being in church like they were when they were younger? Um, I think it's kind of like what your mom said. Mm-hmm. It's like times change. If we, it's like new generations, different times, and I mm-hmm. think it's other things that have the attention. Yep, you right. know, and that's that's what like mm-hmm. th- people kind of gravitate to. Like back in the day when we was growing up, like church was the thing. You know, it was church, 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 church. It was all these preachers, yeah. all these churches and stuff. And you know, like our parents, they would just like what like our ages getting saved and right, getting right. in the church and. Of course, if they're making families and having babies, their children are gonna come up in the church. So yeah. I think it's like as the time progresses, mm-hmm. it's like you, it's the the, t- the church go along with the times, and right. now you got like young people like our generation, <laughs> like pastors and building their own churches. You right. know? So I think it just go along with the time, and I think it's like some something else got their attention. It's not God, and it's not church. Yeah, I, and and I, this is not anything new, per se that this generation is experiencing the only difference is that we have access to social media and cell phones and everything is instantaneously when i was coming up from the age telegrams yeah when the (laughs) back in the day where dinosaurs roamed the earth yeah Yeah, okay but from the age of 13 on i can remember saying i can't wait to turn 18 so i can get out of this house and get out of this church because I don't want it. But see, what had happened was when I was 17, I got saved. Okay. So it changed my perspective. She's been running for the Lord ever since. No, I haven't. I've been running. <laughs> Sometimes I've been running away from him in the church. Right, right. And I think a part of what's what's happening is that everybody is looking at the church, the building, mm-hmm. and expecting that is salvation. Right. The, the building is not salvation. Yeah. I, and I think I'm gonna touch on that just a little bit oh, more because, like, you um, done got into my I, message I feel, here, brother. I feel that I feel that the church itself isn't the reason why the younger generation isn't coming to church. I feel like it's the people in the church who right. often push 
push people away from the church. But and and the good and that's sometimes it's unintentionally and sometimes it's intentionally, because it it's it's not just the church, but it's it's everywhere you go. It's friendships, it's relationships, it's coworkers, it's people are often the reason why people don't want to do a certain thing anymore, Correct. and not the establishment of something itself. Because the church is. Is the it's people. community. It's, it's the people. It's the people. But it's not the building itself. But, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. not. And I think Beverly, I was talking to her earlier, and we were talking about, she was saying that if the church were salvation, then a lot of people are unsaved now because with COVID, we weren't able to go to the churches. Right, right. So the, the building stay is bared, but salvation continues because the church is a, a, a body of believers, right. we are the church. The, the individuals are the church. Right. And unfortunately, we are fallible. Yes. We are not perfect. We we make mistakes. And, and oops, we sin on purpose. Oopsie. Oops. Yeah. And what happens when we sin on purpose, some unsaved person sees us at that moment right. and identifies us as, as the, the church, church. Yeah. and we are not the church at that moment. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, and it, it's not just this generation. I remember in, in when I was unsaved as a child coming up in the church, mm-hmm. I remember seeing people of the church, the, 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 the brick and mortal church that I went to, mm-hmm. I remember seeing them act up out in the, <laughs> out in the city. I like, Whoa, I thought she was saved. Right. And, and so that, so this is not anything new. Okay. We just have social media broadcasting it now. Yeah. yeah. Do you, do you believe that people who project their own feelings and understanding of what uh, is meant through scripture are the ones who often unintentionally spearhead the separation of young people from the church? Wow, that's a big long question. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Beverly, you want to take that first? Or? No, you take it first. <laughs> well, I I think the the bottom the, the, the bottom line is that there are some things as Christians, Christians meaning Christ Christians, Christ followers, yeah. that's what Christians are. There are certain things that I am not going to be at liberty to participate in. Associate myself with them. I'm, I'm, I'm just not because I can't, because I, I can go anywhere to. that my car can take me or right. my feet can walk. Right. But because Christ lives on the inside of me, mm-hmm. I choose not to because I have a choice because I have an active God living inside of me. So I tend, I, I want to go away from things. So it's not a bunch of do's and don't. Right. It's just a bunch of, I choose to serve God. Right. Yeah. I, I feel that the Bible and the scripture are what it is. And I feel like there are, well, people, if you can, you know, the, the whole old uh, telephone game. Right, yes. where you get a whole classroom full of people, mm-hmm. and one person starts a sentence off at the other end, and by the time you get to the end, it's a totally complete different yes. story about what was originally said. Yes, and I feel that is the same way with the, with in, with people interpreting yeah. the scripture. Yeah, well, I, I'll give you an example, mm-hmm. Stephen. Um, there was this this woman. Um, she would cook a ham every Christmas or Thanksgiving, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she would cut the end of the ham off and throw it away. Mm-hmm. And so one day her son or daughter or granddaughter, somebody asked, well, why do you do that? And she says, cause it makes the ham taste better. Right. Mm-hmm. And she, she, so that they didn't understand. So she said, well, I'm going to go back and ask my mom. Mm-hmm. She went back and asked her mom. She said, I don't know. And she went back and asked her mom right. come to find out the reason why she was, cutting the ham off because she didn't have a big enough pan. It didn't have anything to do with the taste of it. And and that's kind of the way some things get translated yeah. in yeah. church. Yeah. It's, it doesn't have anything to do with what we're yeah. talking about, but, yeah. but it's passed down yeah. as scripture. Mm-hmm. And in the black churches, yes. hey, we're only two or three generations away from being able to read. Right. Yes. And many yes. times the preacher was the only person that could who could halfway. We won't yeah. even say read. Right. We were gonna say halfway read. Halfway. And so what people did, they took what the preacher said mm-hmm. verbatim and as the word of God because they couldn't read themselves because they couldn't understand the text. Itself. Right. They and I, I believe like uh, in history class they they taught that too that. 
not just in the the black community, but in oftentimes in the community period, uh, oftentimes the minister or the preacher of the church was the only one who had access to the Bible or who knew how to understand or read the Bible. So he was therefore pardoned as the, the preacher or the priest of the town. And he would oftentimes make his own interpretation of what the well, scripture meant. That That is probably true. But I, I speak from the black perspective because, mm. hey, I'm, I'm black. Right. And right. I know that from share from slavery, well, well from the, the, the trip from Africa right. to slavery to sharecropping, mm-hmm. to highway robbery, yes. to where we are right now, black men can't can't walk down down the street. Right. Hey, it would been the preacher that's been guiding people, right. and with the preacher's guidance. And I'm I am not speaking negatively against the preacher right. because we only had what we had right. because there were limitations to us as a people because right. of slavery and because of the color of our skin. So. So a lot of that was a part of that, but God have blessed us now that each person can pick up their own Bible and read. But guess what happens, right. Stephen? They don't read. Yeah, true. Right. They still rely on the preacher. Yeah, because right. yeah. right. we, we like you like you said in our church, we still have people like that didn't finish school, so they left it. They left up to themselves. They learned how to read, mm-hmm. but it's like still the understanding isn't there. And mm-hmm. so, however they interpret it or whatever they hear. Somebody else say it, it could be it don't even have to be the preacher in the church. It could be somebody outside Anybody. telling them something that sounds like it's scripture or some kind mm-hmm. of belief and they take that as like Bible, you know, and they use it they use it like in the church and mm-hmm. try to use it as scripture, then it's like um sometimes that that's where the uh the offense comes in because you have somebody that knows the Bible and they say, Well, that's not scripture. Right. You know, right. and, and people are highly offended when you tell them that Things aren't scripture. Oh, yeah. That's not of God. Oh, because yeah. sometimes it sounds of God. Right. You know? And most of the time people I think people are more comfortable, you know with fables. Yeah. With fables and tales and slogans and quotes. <laughs> instead funny. of actually like reading the Bible for yeah. what it is. Because sometimes it's just plain black and white, this is what it is. Right. right. And, and there's a script there, there's a people will get up and say in church, there's a scripture that says godliness is is next to cleanliness. Next to cleanliness. Yeah. Show me that in the scripture. Yeah. It's not there because that's not a scripture. Yeah. But it sounds so convenient. It sounds, it it sounds, sounds good. so good. Yeah. And that is how how um, the church is destroyed because then people are believing the fable. People are believing this. And then we say, no, no, look at here. Look at the scripture. Jesus loves you. Yes. Oh, no, he doesn't. Yeah. Right, right. I, I, think, I think they oftentimes um, mix up the Old Testament from the New Testament. Like when they were talking about the Ten Commandments and back in that time, um, um, sleeping with the same sex is an abomination, right? Is what what it says in the Bible, correct? Yes or no? It somewhere to that effect. I don't somewhere to that effect. Yeah. I'm not I'm not going to quote it because I don't have it directly in front of me. Um, but at the same time, so people are taking that to the New Testament, and and in today's world are are looking down on people who have same sex re- relationships. That is true, the, but the but the thing is, this is this is me. Mm-hmm. God loves everybody. Yes, and if if I hate you because you are gay, homosexual, yeah. transgender, right. whatever, how how, how much could you God say in, that you're a Christ-like? How much God in me? Yeah. Right. So so sometimes, I, I not sometimes all the time. We have to look beyond the label right. and see the person. Right. And if I if I am gay. Mm-hmm. And you say that that's wrong? Hey, pray for me. Right. Yeah. Show me Christ. Show me a way out. Show me a different path. Mm-hmm. But if you hate me, how can I? How can yeah. I receive truth? Yeah. I think I think it's people who who take those texts literally and figuratively, and then put that on a person who's young in the church and experiencing that in their own life. That's what's unintentionally driving them away from the church because it's like. Church is supposed to be this place where I'm supposed to be loved by everybody, but yet they're they're giving me all this backlash for what I am or who I choose to be. So like, why why do I even go to church? Why, I, yeah. I I think sometimes people forget that even if you're supposed to come to church and get all this stuff like all this love and be accepted for who you are, I think that sometimes people forget that it is a church mm-hmm. and there are rules and, and it's guidelines. a certain way. Yeah, that it's organized because. 
if it wasn't, that means it, it wouldn't be no different from like going into the grocery store. Right. It's like, why even call it a church if you could just come in and do what you want to and say what you want to and, be, you know, not mm. saying you can't be who you want to, but it's like certain, it's like a guideline on how you should, like what, what what's respectful and what's, what's not, you know? Right. So it's right. kind of like, I think people yeah. get all of that like mixed up because people come in, it's like, you would go on a job and you would follow the rules of the organization. Just like you <laughs> Just said, like, like you said, mm-hmm. your job, you could wear business casual. Right. You don't, you can't come in in your pajamas. Correct. So it's like, you wouldn't go there. It's like, but people think, oh, well, I can come to church in my pajama because they say, God said, come as you are. Come as you, you know? are. Yeah. It, it doesn't mean like how your appearance, yeah. it means come as you are, mm-hmm. whether you're sickly. In spirit. Spirit. Yeah. So that's sickly. what, that's what yeah, I think yeah. people just like, Kind of put it out of their mind the the it. respect for the church, you right. know, like you should respect respect it for what it is, all while still trying to get the love and yes. all the other things that you're coming for. You can get it, but it's still other stuff that go along with it. Right. right. It's it's like any place. If you go to Publix, we live, you know, we live right down the street mm-hmm. from Publix. You walk in there with the bikini on. Yeah. You're not Let me tell close. you, somebody's gonna stop you. They they're gonna say that you need to put a what are those coverings on or something like that right. or if you walk in there with no underwear on with no no pants on either yeah. somebody's gonna stop well just because it's free don't yeah. mean I can do what I want to do right. and when when we start talking about things like that in the church mm-hmm. we get offended yeah. Yeah. oh oh my God I mean the Boy Scouts wouldn't even allow girls in it so what right, what part. are you talking about yeah. <laughs> so, I think I think people are most like. The easiest they easily offended like with the yeah. church, but it won't be offended if you walk to the store. They say put your mask on. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, that part. Yeah. Um, uh, where am I? What situation have you heard of or experienced in the church that may or may not have made you want to leave the church? Hmm. Was there a situation where like a situation happened and you just? You was like, I'm yeah, done with church. I don't want to go to church anymore. Oh yeah, it was a lot of situ- I had a lot of situations. Do you want to talk on any of those? I'll I'll not name people to protect the guilty. <laughs> 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 but I mean, um, we just we experienced a lot of things in church. Like even mm. growing up, we experienced stuff with uh, just like overall with like our it was mostly like our parents. Right. Like, they experienced it, but it kind of like trickled down to us because. We went to church because that's the church they went to. I think I think for me, basically one of the reasons why I not necessarily disassociate myself from the church, but it's a reason why I I don't want to be in the church is because like me coming up in church, like as you guys already know, I looked up to my dad for a long period of time. He was the pastor of the church. He was supposed to guide the other members of the church on how to live a holy saved life, right? But then as I grew older and found out the things that he did in the church were reasons why I don't want to be a part of the church. Because why why is why is the person who I looked up to as a as a child the person who's the reason why all of this drama was going on inside the church? Well, Does that make sense? It it makes sense, but it's um it's kind of uh, I'm trying to think of the word unfair right yeah. right, Be- right because and, and i make no excuses for your father because mm-hmm. i was married to him good right. lord jesus <laughs> but i'm saying that i said this earlier that the church we are people right. that are infallible right. that are fallible excuse me right. that, that make mistakes mm-hmm. that fall short that mm-hmm. sin and high persons and low people whoever those two people are yeah. they all make mistakes right. and Thank God salvation is not based on people. Yes. It is yes. based on Christ. Right. And so I think many times we look at those situations and yeah, you got to be mature to get over that jump. Yeah. Because that stuff hurts. Yeah. Because when you see, oh, you were telling me go right, go right. And you've been Why going you left. Yeah. You've been going left all this time. Yeah. Oh, heck no. I don't believe in that. Yeah. But see, even me as a person. I had to get through that mm-hmm. because see that affected me too. Right. And, and so it, the, the week one person came to me, well, uh, first of all, Sister Jones, she always talked to me about, you know, come on, come on, mm-hmm. come on, do it right. Don't just forgive, 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 forgive my behind. Right. Okay. Um, but one day we were with sister Freeman in, in, in California. 
Mm-hmm. And she always had this way of calling my name. And she would say something like, Sister William, Sister Tawana, uh, when are you going to forgive? What? <laughs> when, when, are, when are they going to apologize? How about that one? And, and so sometimes things are just that simple. The, the the onus is on us to forgive because I was a person living in bondage. Your father lived on. He went and got married again. So right. he lived on. Right. I was the one feeling hatred and, and bitterness and all this good stuff, but I was in a place mm-hmm. until it took the Lord bringing me out of that and realizing, hey, if, if I continue this way, I'm going to be destroyed. Right. And that's what we have to do with people who, who go to the church building right. that realize that, hey, they have their walk with God, and yes, they have let people down, yeah. but we have to forgive because why should what he did right. keep me out of heaven? Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> even with that, it's like he, it's like I think we think about, like this is stuff that I learned. We, me and Lucy were just talking about this stuff last week. I'm learning from my she, own stuff. She refers to me as loser, by the <laughs> way. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's all in love. But yeah. Um, even with him, like you saying, you looked up to him and he did this stuff. It's like, even when we think about, we only thinking about like our own hurt, like this stuff right. that I got in it, but you don't think about like it from his side because right. like, even though he's the one that like, just imagine like what he feel like he the one that mm-hmm. did all of this stuff. He's like married. He got kids. He, he running the church. And then like, he's the cause of like all of the destruction, the destruction that happened. And right. you know, he has to deal with God with that, his own self, yeah. you know, like, when it's time for judgment day, you know, you, everybody got to deal. Everybody walking their own walk. Everybody doing what they, you know, how they doing. But everybody got to deal with the stuff that they do in their life with God on their own. Right. It's like, it's like you said, she said, it'll keep you bonded and <laughs> bound down and out of the church. Mm. And he done went on and done got right. Delivered. God done mm-hmm. forgave him. And, you I know. Just, I just feel like to this point, I don't, I don't feel like that I've been mature enough to like sit down and like, I've, I've forgiven him mm. for like, like my own personal stuff that I had growing up within me, I I forgave him for that stuff. But it's just like I don't feel like I'm mature enough to come back to the church to be like to move on. If well, that I, makes I just, sense, I think if you feel that way, I don't think you still. I don't think it's like full forgiveness, right? Because I'm telling you from personal experience, mm. I have a situation where I was like, oh, I forgive and I forgave this, and I'm talking about only God know like the stuff that you have like inside of you, right. and when He say like. You gotta forgive from your whole heart, and I was—I told Luz, I was like, uh-uh, that I don't <laughs> can't <wanna> do it. <laughs> I don't know if I want to forgive from my whole, because I still got stuff. If I want to still hold it, and I want to break it back up and right. drop it down on right. you, I can't do that if I don't said I forgave you from my whole heart, you know. Right, right. And so I think, I, I even when she told me, she was like, I ain't gonna tell you, but this is what God told me. And I was like, mm, I don't know if I want to do it because <laughs> if I do it, that means I gotta let it go. Yeah, and it's like, man, sometimes you you don't realize how yeah you don't realize that it's comfortable to hold this stuff in you because because you've been a you've been attached to wearing Mm, that. Because I hold something for a minute, I will. And but God is showing me myself and showing me some stuff like it was hard to even like say it because I didn't want to like somebody you know how somebody come and hit you real hard in your back and it kind of like knocked the wind out of you. That's how it was. It's like a wind was released out of me saying it like I forgive you from my whole heart. And, and I just thought about, like, man, I be want God to forgive me for, like, all the stuff that I did. And I did some stuff, you know. And mm-hmm. I just didn't want him to, like, be like me and be holding stuff like, uh-uh, I'm only going to forgive you in because right. I'm going to still bring it up. Like, uh-uh, because remember you did that and I told yeah. you not to do it and you're hard-headed. Yeah. And I was like, man, if if I want God to forgive me holy, why won't I forgive someone else holy? That makes sense. It, you know, I, Was there a situation for you, Ma, where you... Well, yeah, your father. Uh. He's a big situation for me, <laughs> the situation. But you know what? God can, if you put it in his hands, mm-hmm. he can help you with anything, right. anything. I, I've been through death of my youngest son, divorce, bankruptcy, uh, just almost to losing everything. But God can restore that, that you give to him. And and really, this this thing with your father... I had to I had to honestly forgive him because I I was so hurt. I was hurt because the church took his kind of quote unquote took his side. Mm-hmm. 
And that stuff hurts. I like I give my life to this church for right. years, and you gonna side with him? So I had it was it was multiple layers of forgiveness, and it had to peel away from me. But the the thing I was like Beverly, when I saw myself, mm-hmm. like God sees me, that how could you how could you accept me again? Right. When when I said I was sorry last time, I did it again mm-hmm. and again and again. Yeah. And then I'm just like terrible. I'm filthy. I'm I'm you know I'm disgust. But you keep on forgiving me. And when we, when we look at it like that, if how God forgave us, you know, forgiving another person is not that difficult. Right. Yeah. When you do, when you do it, it's not that difficult. Right. <laughs> um. With with all the different interpretations of the Bible, like the New King James Version, King James Version, New International Version, um, is it possible that the original meaning of what the Good Book says got lost during translation? Should I take that, Lucy? No, you're the Bible expert. I love all the, many of the versions of the Bible, mm-hmm. like the uh, Messiah version, the New King James, the American Standard, Life Study Bible. All the translations are good because sometimes they kind of just help you break down the language yeah. that is there. And yes, it's it's simplified. Because if I say, um, if I if I make a complicated hitherto sense, thou shalt yes. thou be yes. renewest of thine spirits. Yeah, I mean, if if I if I make a complicated sentence yeah. saying that I want you to go to Publix and get some bread, right, right. go yonder, gather ye, and, and go the wheat and the harvest, to the licks of pub. Yeah, and if if I say all that, and then you like. What? what? Yeah. Go to Publix and get some bread. Right. Yeah. And then you understand much better. Right. So, uh, of course, some some things may be lost in translation, mm-hmm. but the the message of salvation has not been lost yeah. through mm-hmm. all the interpretation. So I don't care what else the Bible say. All of them say that Jesus is the way out yes. right. of right. your condition. Like plain and simple. Yeah. So, you, you know, and, and so... A lot of times people use all these excuses. Well, this is not the real Bible, and that's not the real Bible. Well, this Bible right here that I read changed my life when I read about mm-hmm. Jesus. So I'm, I'm going to believe. See, it's it's not the the book that has any power. Right. It's the words the and word the, 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 the power and the authority behind the book okay. that, that changes life. Because you can read the Bible as a novel and get nothing out of it. Yeah. But when you read it as life, Mm-hmm. When you when you take it as the words that God has given us, oh, it, it have a different meaning. Okay, uh, do you feel that the number one selling book in our history, the Bible, is outdated? No, I don't either. No. For me, it's life. Okay, it's it's life. It's correction. Mm-hmm. It's direction. It's salvation. Guidance. It's guidance. It's when when I look into the Word, mm-hmm. I see myself. I don't see you. Oh, look how bad Stephen. Oh, good Lord. Thou shalt not kill. Look at at Stephen. I wasn't that bad, by the way. Yeah. I'm not looking at all this stuff. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) See, people want to look in the Bible and see other people. But the Bible has this this way about it that you look in the Bible and you see yourself. And how undone you are. Do you you feel that... um, following the guidelines of the Bible are applicable to today's society and how we live. Oh, yes. Thou shalt not kill. Okay. Go out there and start killing people. See what happens to you. All right. Thou shalt not cover thy neighbor's wife. Go out there and sleep with your, na- your neighbor's wife or your neighbor's husband. See what happened oh, wow. in the neighborhood. Oh, okay. Thou shalt not steal. Go to Publix and help yourself to some sandwiches or something. Hey, they got some fire sandwiches yes. over there. Uh, ah. So, uh, thou shalt not lie. All these, and thou shalt not lie, fair, bear false witness is what the Bible right. says. Yeah. But all these things are applicable to me. Right. Because this is what some of the laws of, of our land are based upon these governing societies and mm-hmm. systems that, hey, it's, this thing is n- never outdated. You can, I can just flip through the scriptures today and find some life for yeah. me today. Kind of like, it don't matter how many like versions are updated, it's still, re- it's still updating that original one. So it's right. kind of like the same thing. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that the Bible is contradictory? 
there are places mm-hmm. where it seems like there's two or three different accounts of one thing. Right. I liken it unto a a, a, people, a pure, uh, point of view, right? Yes. Yeah, like pe- the Gospels. Yes, okay. Just look, if you, if all three of us walk outside of the door and there's a car accident, we all see it. Right. We, none of us will see it the same. Correct. Okay. Beverly, you might see the, the car was blue that hit him. Mm-hmm. Stephen, you might see the lady was talking on her phone. Right. And then I might not see very much of anything. Well, I know it was a lot of blood on the scene, you know. <laughs> she ain't got her glasses on, so yeah, she didn't I see much. Probably can't see. Yeah, I can't <laughs> see. But but all of us we all of us saw the accident. Right. No one can dispute that. That we saw the accident. All the scriptures point to Jesus. Mm-hmm. They are just different views. They, people saw it differently, and they recorded because Luke was the physician, right. uh, Matthew was a tax collector, mm-hmm. John was whatever he did, <laughs> uh, and but but everybody because we all bring our professions right. to to Christ too, right. and we that point of view gets gets seen. You know, we our writings are seen through that. Yeah. I believe people think that there are contradictions in the Bible mm-hmm. because they interpret what. Is said in the scripture differently, like what we were talking about earlier. Um, sleeping with the same sex is an abomination. Not not quoting me on that because I don't have it directly in front of me. And then later on it says, "Love thy neighbor like you love thyself." So to some that may seem like it's a contradiction, but in actuality, you're still gonna love the person, right? That that whoever they are, you. I didn't not love you because you were horrible. Jesus. All right? Right, Beverly? <laughs> That's right. Okay, I wasn't horrible, people. I was different. That's I was the, unique. That's the new saying. I'm not horrible. I'm different. Okay, I just, I just wasn't the golden child. Like? James. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, bringing up these wounds uh, and skeletons. Yes, oh, yes. We love, we love to hash back on... History of the Williams clan. Yes, whatever. Here in this household. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. but I just think that if you or anyone else tries to practice the the Bible principle and receive the Bible subject mm-hmm. into their heart, you can't you can't tell tell me what it's like to be uh, like what it's like to go to Germany and experience the not the wine river, the Rhine River, and uh, you know Oktoberfest in Germany. I mean, Unless I did partake. There. I did partake in Oktoberfest. Unless you've been there, you can uh, you can describe it from a book. Right. But to have a a personal encounter with it, yeah. You could. Oh yeah, the beer tastes great. You know whatever. Yeah. Uh, and the bratwurst are good. But see, when 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 I've tasted of Jesus. I can say, oh yeah, he changed my life, right. and he helps me with my hangups, mm-hmm. my prejudices, mm-hmm. my 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 things that I want to be judgmental in, right. the things that make the the people outside of what we call the church feel alienated from us. Right. He helps us to to low, to lower those things so that we can be helpful and receive all people. Right. Like he would. Um, what was your longest stint? This is not on on the notes, but it's just something I had to ask. What was your longest stint away from the church? Um, when I went off to college, I we were talking about this earlier. I just I went to church occasionally mm-hmm. on Sunday because I figured if I can go and be out in the club Friday and Saturday, then I can get up and go to church. Just right. to say that mm-hmm. I went to church and. Mm-hmm. It was like in and out, and then in and out, in and out, and then okay. I th- I think I didn't go to church really like how I go now till I moved here in two thousand nine. Mm. Mother, I think for me, when I got a divorce, and I you shipped the stepkids off to like California whatever. with their grandparents. Boy, go sit down. <laughs> That's that was Stephanie James. <laughs> whatever the stepkids. <laughs> Born of my body, I should say, but okay, whatever. Uh, from I would guess ninety four mm-hmm. to about uh, well, I moved to California in ninety nine, 
and I came here in 2006. I would say between 20, um, 2007, uh, excuse me, 1970, 1997, wow. 1997 mm. to about 2004, 2005. Because I, I, what my thing was, I refused to wear the uniform. And uh, I ain't wearing no black and white. I'm not wearing pink. no stockings. I ain't wearing stockings. <laughs> I'm not wearing no stockings. I don't want to. And, and, you know, and I, what I would do, I would, I worked the entire time, but what I would, Beverly, will you stop making noise over there? Jesus. Good Lord. Um, I would, I worked, what I would do, I would set my tithe aside, mm -hmm. and instead of paying it to the church, I would just give it to people. Right. And I call myself, I was paying tithes still, so I would just give it to people. <laughs> I would save it up until it would be about Yikes. five, $600, and Yikes. I'd give it to somebody. Yikes. And I, because I wasn't, I said I wasn't going to wear the uniform. Right. And you weren't going to so, toe the line. Yeah, so it was about, I would say eight, eight, nine years, maybe almost 10, that I really, I didn't want to have anything to do with the church, but I just hung around the edges. I think I, I think I'm on my current stint of the longest time I'm out of yeah, you are. the church. Um, uh, last time I was in a church was it had to be like when your birthday. You know what? We're not gonna no. Right. That, was, that wasn't the last time I was in the church. Yes, it was, ma'am. Yes, it yeah, was. I think it I've was. visited a church. We're not talking about visiting. We're talking about, We're talking about being in church. Okay. We're well, talking about he visits lots of churches, regularly, but like working giving in the yourself to the yeah. Lord. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and that that's the thing that happens. This is where I have hope in because I remember that I have been. Are, are you letting me out? Yeah, yeah no, you're good. You're good. I remember when I was out mm -hmm. because of hurts that I experienced in the church building. So I always have hope for you. Yeah. That you'll come back because you've experienced hurts and disappointments, and some of your bringing on of your own, others, you know, whatever. I don't care. Right. But I, I just have hope that God is going to draw you back, and your brother too. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. just have to hope that He draws you back, like in a good draw way. Me and it's not, and it's not like Him like dragging you, back. <laughs> dragging your butt back. <laughs> Like he, he's trying to sing now because it's getting hot for him. That's what that is. Yeah, that's I the know. spirit of conviction. Uh -huh. in I know. Yeah, he needs to be drawn near her. Okay. You just gotta know which one you want God to do. It's like you want him to. You, I mean, I think it's easier when you come back yourself mm -hmm. instead of because I didn't come back myself. That's why I said like, oh, you was you, yeah, you came God, like, kicking and screaming. Yeah, God like kind of bust me out and told yeah. all my business. Put all your business out there in the streets. All out in the streets. I was doing you a lot of business? stuff. Yeah, I was doing a lot of stuff nobody <laughs> knew about. Only God knew it, and he bust me out when he tired. I think when he get tired of you, yeah. mm -hmm. that's when he's saying, like, okay, I'm sick of you now. Yeah. You don't got on my nerves, yeah, man. Yeah, because you already know what you need to be doing. And that's kind of like, that's kind of like what I took it as. I took it like, man, God sick of me. And then even mm -hmm. when I, when he did bust me out, I was like, okay, maybe he just want me to, like, work in the church. And so mm -hmm. I was like, okay, God, now I'm working in the church now. What else do you want? Kind of like what it was, but find out God wants more from you. That's what I found out for myself. Yes. Final question. Um, if you could change anything about the church, what would it be and why? Crickets. Was it you gonna take that one? I guess I would change. Like, I don't know if I would say I would change it. Just kind of like how to, you know, sometimes the church gets a bad rap because of people, and mm -hmm. I would. I would want to change the way, like if if people have a bad experience with the church, it's just like keep it as that, like your experience. Uh -huh. Don't like slander the church name. Most of the time, it's like the church name getting mm -hmm. slandered, and the people that's associated with the name get slandered. I would change that because sometimes whatever kind of issues people have going on in church, it's just that it's their issues. It have nothing to do with the name, yeah. nothing to do with the people that's running it, nothing. And I think. It just gets a bad rap, and you sometimes you can't like get away from it. Like it's t you're tainted. Like the church name is tainted. The people are tainted. Even if you're trying to grow and move move forward, and it's people the people that had the bad experience, they own gone somewhere, somewhere else. Right, right, and it's like right. we still walking around with, 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 with that the same stain hurts. of them, that yeah, the same, same hurt or whatever stain, they yeah. left or they said what whatever hurt the them residual in it. Yeah, of them. And 
we the ones stuck with it, but they off somewhere else. Like in, a, in another living ministry. Yeah, in another ministry, living happy lives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's and what you see. So I would change not not um having a bad not leaving the negative stain like on the name and the people that's associated with it. And I think I what I would do is, what I would wish for is that that people really would see people as they are, not as they want them to be. Right. And with with as they are without judgment. Mm-hmm. That they, cause see if if I can see you without judgment, I can help you. Right. And and you you can come. Right. And and. I, I'm like Beverly. The church has a bad rap, yeah. but let me tell you, the church is the place to be, right. because the people that are saved, mm-hmm. let me tell you, they're fun to be around. Yeah, they you have joy. It like we have a small church, but it's so fun that when we all get together, mm-hmm. <laughs> we actually have fun. And our children, yeah. they enjoy the church, and it's kind of like you don't want them to grow up because you know that. They're gonna be tainted after a while yeah. to this this hostility. I think um, I would I would change kind of sort of the same thing that you and Beverly were talking about. I would I would change the people disassociating themselves from the actions of the people in the church are not the actions of the church. Right. So do not take for uh, people some people in the church acting a certain way towards other people as what the church is and what they do. Yeah. We're and not going to taint us by the bad apples. Right. Of, yeah. and yeah. Remember that the people in the building mm-hmm. are fallible. Right. Yeah. They make mistakes. They sin. They, they do bad things. Mm-hmm. But Jesus is not. Right. He is infallible. Yeah. And he is the one that we are trying to please. He's the one that we want more of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if, if we could just see that, I'm telling you, it would be a difference. Yeah, people just, I think people just have to be honest. And, like, if you're in a bad place and you're having, like, issues with your salvation, I think people should just be honest about it. Because most of the time, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. People want to be saved. And, like you saying, it's like a war with both, you know, it's a yes. war with the words, war with salvation. And it's like, sometimes people don't know how to just be saved. And mm-hmm. I just, like, I want to just walk this walk in the right way because you still have the world still holding on to it. But, it get all twisted up all in the church mm-hmm. and then in the end the church get the bad rap all because like we're the ones with the issues yes. and that's that's kind of what it is it's like be honest about your issues so that like you can get the help that you, because whether people b- believe it or not it's people that's in the church that been through the same thing and can help you yes. you just have to want the help and most of the time people don't want it and the church has everything person needs there's somebody with a talent in the church that can help another person with needs and i think about it i gave my life to the lord in 1981 i took my life back several times (laughs) several times but i think about who saw me while i took my life back Mm -hmm. and identified me with the church I think about the time I was driving down the street in Hinesville and I gave somebody the bird. Oh. <laughs> Who saw me? You know? It, it's those things. The person that, that you gave the bird to? Yeah. It's 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 those times yeah. when we have we have failed. Right. And somebody saw us and they took that and said, That's the church. And that wasn't the church. So uh last words. Beverly? experiencing you but I'll see you in church on Sunday I'm being forced to church all right mother you got any shout outs yeah shout out to um sold out ministry Woo-hoo. who's sold out ministry what is that's that's Woo-hoo. pastor pastor Edward Jones is the pastor oh hey hey, hey yeah hey, hey. oh that's the new name of the church thanks. yes yes thanks see I've I've, I've I've rebranded my my podcast as many times as y'all rebranded the name of the church shut up <laughs> shut up shut up but shout bless out. the faith Shout out to Sold Out Ministries. And I want to say that if you're out there and you're in need of a savior or in need of salvation, you can, wherever you are right now, whether you don't have to get on your knees, you don't have to get in the church, you don't have to be at the altar, you can just ask God to come into your life. Ask him to forgive you of all your sins and accept Jesus as your savior and get with people that believe the testimony of God. And, and hang out with them 
because birds of a feather, not scripture, flock together. Oh. Eh? Hey, I like that. I like that. I like that. Hey, um, I usually have like some announcements that I read off, but I'm not promoting anybody just yet on my podcast. So if you have a promotion that you want to do, send it to me and I will type up a script to read at the end of my podcast. Thank you for tuning into the uh, PMS podcast, part of my sarcasm, where my comments are often sarcastic and my opinion always matters. Uh, thank you again to Beverly and my mother. I'm not going to put out her full government out here on the streets. Tawana Williams. Oof, Tawana Williams. Oof, she did that. Yeah. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. Um, but I appreciate y'all for being on my show today. And you guys are always welcome back, unless you guys just don't want to. This be is kind of fun. This, yeah, thank you. Thank you, brother Seth. Don't necessarily got to be church stuff, but yeah, yeah. Give us some other topics. Oh like yeah, this. we can do relationships, or we can just go through this deck of cards and answer. Oh, like, that sounds like yeah. fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you guys are always welcome back. Um, until next time, y'all be safe. Y'all be, you know, easy. And and you if know, you haven't gotten your vaccine, you know what? I'm not gonna. Go I'm ahead. not the one that's saying that. That's Tawana Williams. I'm a nurse. The nurse. Uh, if you haven't got your vaccine, COVID is real. Right, right. People that we love are dying from it. Yeah. So yes. get your COVID vaccination, whether you believe in it or not. Don't have to believe in it. Just get it. And if something isn't right with your mind, make sure you contact Tawana Williams. Behavioral health psych nurse <laughs> for all of the regional Florida area. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. You You're can welcome. do that too, but you know, uh, if you, you crisis, go call the suicide hotline. Yeah. Until next time, <laughs> peace out.